We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You see, we're talking about this law of faith that he tells us the operating knowledge of how to operate in this law of faith here in Mark, the 11th chapter. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, somebody said, well, you don't catch me talking to the mountain. Well, you're not going to catch it moving either. You know, we got so intelligent and so religiously brainwashed until we just haven't believed what Jesus said. I made the decision a few years ago, I'm going to believe what Jesus said and do it. And I'm just going to keep doing it and keep on doing it and keep on doing it and keep on doing it until it works. And thank God it did. And it always will. If we'll operate in this principle. Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart. Now see, just, just forget about the mountain for a while. Here's the principle. Here's the law. Whosoever shall say. Now does that agree with what Jesus said about if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Where are you going to get faith as a seed? From the promise itself. That's the only place you can get it. You can't get it from reading a magazine. You can't get it from watching Gunsmoke or the doctor's program. Faith cometh from the word of God. That's the only way you get that faith. If you have faith as a seed, you would say. Here again, he says, whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart. See, you can't doubt in your heart. Now, you can doubt in your head, all right. Now, listen to me. I heard a fellow say this one time. Helped me tremendously. You can have doubts in your head and faith in your heart, and it'll still work. Just don't give in to the doubt in your head. Someone said it this way, and I really believe it. It's tremendous. They said, you can't keep the devil from putting doubts in your mind. Because, see, he's what Apostle Paul said, the God of this world. Boy, you can see things that will just put doubts in your mind. But if you've got your heart full of faith, you know that you know what you know you know. And they said it this way. That doubt will die unborn unless you speak it. See, if you had faith in a seed, you would say. If you have faith in that doubt, you'll talk it. Do you know you can have faith in doubt? Yeah, if you have faith as a seed, you will say. Now, when somebody says, well, I'm afraid I'm going to be sick, you have faith in your doubt. See, you have doubt that God will heal you. That may sound a little strange to you, but it's true. A lot of people have a lot of faith in their doubts. But now, if you won't speak those things, and you'll speak the things that are in your heart, it'll take care of the doubt. It'll cause your mind to come in line and renew your mind to the Word of God. See, that's why the confession of God's Word is so important. It's not just a mechanical thing. It makes your mind line up with the Word of God. What you're saying out of your mouth, your mind has to stop and listen to what you're saying. I mean, you just start counting to ten and then tell me your name. The counting stops, doesn't it? Your mind stops counting to see what you're saying. And those things will die unborn unless you speak them. Don't speak your doubts. Don't talk about your doubts. Don't talk your fears. Because faith cometh to hearing. See, this law of faith will work to your destruction if you work it on the opposite side. Now, Jesus told you how to work it on the positive side. Don't get over there on that other side. Then he goes on and says, Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now it'll work in prayer. He tells you it'll work in prayer. See, this other part is not talking about prayer. It's talking about by saying. But it'll also work when you're praying. But now if you're saying doesn't line up with you praying, 
guess what? You'll cancel your prayer. Your saying will cancel your prayer. This human spirit is designed of God to receive from God. You don't receive it in your physical body. You don't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost in your physical body. You receive it in the human spirit. It'll affect the physical body. But you receive it in your spirit first. Salvation is received in the human spirit. Healing is received in the human spirit. Then it'll permeate outwardly to the human body. It'll make a change in it. But it has to first be received in the spirit. Everything you receive from God comes into the human spirit. That's why the word of God is spiritually discerned. Natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Now, what part of you is natural? This fleshly body and this physical brain. See, the outward man perish, but the inward man is renewed day by day. That's the spiritual part of you. And the Word of God is spiritually discerned. That's where the revelation comes from. The human spirit is designed to receive from God, lead you to, gather the information, bring to you all that's needed to cause the promises of God to come true in your life. Now, let me say it another way. I'm going to say it so many ways you're going to get it. <laughs> Confession of God's word, saying what God said in his promises, is the way to obtain in reality the things that God has given to us in promise form. Confession is a way to possession because it releases the principle of the law of faith. And it establishes it with you. Now, Job's comforters... One of those guys said something that was so profound. He said, decree a thing and it shall be established to you. And light shall shine upon your way. Oh, how true that is. Degrees with what Jesus said. See, decree a thing because God said it. Not just because you go out here and decree something. Based on the authority of the word of God. You decree it. Say it. Proclaim it. And it shall be established to you. It will change the image on the inside of you. You'll begin to see yourself with it. And then light shall shine upon your way. How does it come? By the Spirit of God to the human spirit. You'll be driving down the road and you'll suddenly have an insight and say, well, you know, I believe I ought to do so and so. I just feel led to do that. And you'll be in the right place at the right time and the good deal will come off there that you've been believing for. Why? Because you received it in your spirit. See, you were led by the Spirit of God. Not by the natural man, but the Spirit of God. Now, this air conditioning unit is the heart of the unit. You dial 70 degrees in that unit when it's 20 degrees in here, you've created a problem for the heart of that unit, haven't you? But it's well able to take care of it. It's designed to do that. Now, you don't have to fast and pray and hope to God it'll work. Just set the dial and go on about your business. Go to bed and get up <laughs> or whatever, you know. Now, wasn't that what Jesus said? The kingdom of God is if a man cast a seed into the ground... The seed is the thing that determines what will be produced. When you set the dial on that thermostat, that determines what you have sent an impulse to that unit. Said, get us some hot air in here, it's cold in here. Now that unit doesn't say, no, I think you ought to have cold air. No, no, unit can't do that. It has no right to think. It's designed only to produce what you send an impulse to it and say, request. What you speak out of your mouth sets the goal for the human spirit. The word is in your mouth and then it's in your heart. You have sent an impulse down here. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask. I'm asking you to give me the wisdom of God in this matter. I thank you I receive it. In Jesus' name, I confess I have the wisdom of God. What have you done? You've set your thermostat on wisdom. 
Now just go on off. You don't have to fast and pray about that. Thank God for it. That unit will work day and night until it gets the wisdom of God you've asked for. While you're asleep, it'll search the avenues of God's wisdom to find the answer to what you've requested. And you may be driving down the freeway the next morning praying in tongues, and all of a sudden you think, why didn't I think of that before? Because you tap the wisdom of God through the Holy Spirit within you. You set the dial, you set the goal, and that thing worked day and night until it brought the information to you. Oh, I've had it to happen so many times. I've had it to happen so many times. Even in farming. I was praying one day, Lord, should I sell my cotton or hold it? Lord, should I sell my rice or hold it? And I'm praying in the Spirit. See, I've set the goal. I ask you for the wisdom of God. And I'm going down the highway one day praying in tongues. And the Lord said, hold it. Don't sell it. So I told the guy, I'm not going to sell it. He'd offered me $3.60 a bushel for my rice. So I held it till January. That was September. I held it till January. Got $9.03 a bushel for it. For the manifestation of the Spirit is profitable to every man with all. <laughs> what was it? I asked for the wisdom of God. God gave me the wisdom of God. Didn't come through my natural mind. Didn't come through my brain. My brain said, you better sell it. Boy, it's going to go down. But my human spirit tapped the source of God's wisdom. God knew it was going up. I didn't. Well, that was because God thought so much of me and he was partial to me. No, no. Anyone else could have got it if it had operated in that. One guy said, well, I want to know why you held yours and sold it and got $9 a bushel and we sold ours. I said, well, my financial advisor told me not to sell it. <laughs> and he come out with a big word that I wouldn't dare repeat here and said, well, who in the so-and-so is your financial advisor? I said, his name is Jesus, and he liked to swallow his cigar, you know. <laughs> but now I'll tell you what. Jesus knew what he was talking about, and Paul knew what he was talking about. The human spirit is designed to lead you to bring the information to you to cause you to be able to enter into that which God promised you. But if we don't have a working knowledge of it, it's not going to happen to us just because it's in the Bible. Because a lot of people had the Bible, but they didn't hold their rice and get $9.03 a bushel for it. But you see, the same word was in their Bible that was in my Bible. But God had given me a working knowledge of the Word of God through diligence and study and listening. I understood that and operated it. It is a law of God. It's designed of God. It just works that way. And if you'll just find out the working knowledge of it and apply it. The human spirit is designed of God to produce what you plant in it. The dirt does not decide whether it's right or wrong what you plant in. Its job is to produce whatever you plant in. Now, a lot of Christians don't understand this. And for that reason, they go about saying, Oh, well, I didn't mean that, and the Lord knows what I meant. That's like saying, Well, I planted corn, but I really wanted wheat, but the soil knows what I meant. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We're talking about a working knowledge of the Word of God, but our offer is Jesus, our intercessor, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. And this is talking about Jesus being our intercessor. He intercedes for us. And how does he do that? 
we find in Romans, the eighth chapter, great insight into this, and it helps us understand it. We'll start with verse 25. For if we hope for that that we see not, then we have patience to wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. In other words, it cannot be uttered in articulate speech or language that you have learned. And he says, And he that searcheth the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, the will of, in this verse 27, is in italics. It was added by the translators. Let's read it like it was written. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to God. In other words, Jesus, the intercessor, makes intercession for us in heaven through the Holy Spirit, through your spirit, he prays the way God would pray. Now, ask yourself this question. If God prayed, would he get his prayer answered? Yes, absolutely. I'm telling you, and this is telling you how Jesus, the intercessor, he's in heaven making intercession for you. And because we don't know how to pray as we ought, sometimes you just don't know what to say or how to pray. But Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, will pray the way that God would pray in your situation. And that's why he says, and we know that all things work together for good. All things you prayed about in the Spirit's what he's talking about. That's offer number 7216, two CDs, Jesus our intercessor, be a blessing to you. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.